All right. That was an amazing talk. Like I said, one of my favorite talks from this year. Um, guys, do you understand how amazing it is, the opportunity that you have and the thought process of taking ownership, thinking like the owner of the company? And, that, and that's what uh, he went over today. So let's start with Chad. Uh, hopefully he doesn't take up all the things that I wrote down because uh, great minds think alike. And I know Chad took probably the exact same notes that I did. So uh, Chad, what did, what did you have written down for today? Well, I won't read them all because I got to leave you a couple. Um, so the first thing I really liked is how he came into that talk with intentionality. And I think every time before we do a phone call with our team or before we do a Zoom, we need to be intentional. And so he said he had three goals to inspire, encourage, and remind. And I think those are a great place to start for any of us. So we can never go wrong by inspiring, encouraging, and reminding. And like he said, inspiring just means to breathe life into somebody, encourage, um, help them to stand up and never be the same again, and remind that they're important and valuable. And value is tied into service and others. So the more, so we can guarantee our value by how often we serve other people. And so that's a good thing to know. Um, so for everybody watching this, I just want you to know that you're amazing just by being here because most people aren't trying to get better and you are trying to get better. So not only is it important for you to get better, it's important for you to sow seeds into others around you for them to get better. And some of those seeds will grow. Some of them won't, you know, a lot of them won't, but some of them will. And the ones that do will be worth it all day long. So every single day, so many people. Um, I love how he talked about the two, how he taught, broke down leadership into two. It's the Pharaoh or it's the deliverer. And I think we've probably all known both, you know, the, the deliverers is servant leadership is actually a really good book. I think it's called servant leadership. And I love that book because it talks about, I think there's five people that come into a room. One's an old Marine sergeant. One's like a monk and there's these, you know, teacher and they come in and they debate leadership and they come to the conclusion that servant leadership is the best type of leadership. The Pharaoh type leadership is I'm in control. You're here to serve me. I'm the boss. The only value you have is the value that I tell you that you have. Stay in your lane. There's no open door. You, you can't, it's, it's just not a, a type of environment where you can bring your value to the organization. So why I say that is you want to make sure that your organization is the kind where it's an open door policy where everybody at any time you're open for them to bring their talents, gifts, and value. And you encourage that. A pharaoh type leadership would never encourage that. A pharaoh type leadership holds people back, pushes people down, only values what they bring to the table for that organization. We want to better people just because it's the right thing to do, whether we benefit ever from it or not, which is why I love Joel. Joel does this all the time because there are thousands of people that aren't in his organization, Joel and Stephanie, and they will pour and sow into them anyway, even though they get zero benefit financially. I believe that's one of the biggest reasons why they're number one in the company is because they pour into anybody and everybody at any time. And so I hope you got that note. Um, three levels of leadership. He talked about the pioneer. I loved how he said in the Latin, it's a person with big feet. And in the French, it's a foot soldier. So you have to have big feet to carry you. Hopefully he didn't mean that literally because I'm only a nine and a half. <laughs> but you have to, you have to step into the unknown territory, right? So you had takes a big, 
it takes a big person to walk into into the unknown and that's as a pioneer but then there's the settlers and the settlers are the ones that build the communities you know you, you settle and you build something and i love how he says it reminded me of how you hear all the time to bloom where you're planted you know like whether it's the the town you're in uh maybe the school your kids are in and it works like you want to bloom where you're planted it, wherever you are right now even you can be the janitor at a at a company and you can bloom there because you can you can glean from the good leadership that's there and you can pour into other people and so into other people, regardless of what your position currently is. And then number three, the ultimate leader, you know, which is the, the purposeful leader. And I, I love that. So um, the last thing I'll say, and this really hit me hard. And so this is probably my, my biggest takeaway for me personally um, is when he said he was, he was never created to fit in, but to stand out. And I want you guys to think about that because I believe every single one of you that's listening to this right now, we're also created not to fit in, not to just conform, but to stand out. So where, what area in your life do you feel compelled to stand out in? Because you'll have a little bit of that, I don't know, because when we stand out, we're, we're, we're stepping out from the masses and then the masses get uncomfortable when we, when we stand out. And so, uh, but I believe that every single one of you on here has a reason. You're, 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 there's a reason you're here. And the fact that you're here means that you were created to stand out in some way, shape or form. So figure it out, be that, be that person that's a pioneer and just understand that you are uniquely created and you have so much value and you can go out and, and build yourself up and understand the more you understand the value you have, the more you have to give it away. The more you give it away, the more everyone around you will win. And it's just a great, great thing. So that's all I got, Joel. That's great stuff. The, uh, the best part of this whole talk is he really knows how to connect with his audience right off the bat. Because right off the bat, the first thing that he said is, women are the greatest example of leadership the world has ever seen, which is absolutely true. Uh, e even though for the first couple of centuries, women weren't at the forefront, they were still always behind the scenes, moving men like pawns. So when he was talking about all the things that were good that happened in his life, they were all because of directions his wife led him in. Uh, I, I love the joke that he told about, uh, you know, his wife said she'd never leave him because she was with him when he didn't have anything. And now that he's rich, there's no way he's ever going to leave her. So that, that was one of the, the best jokes of the, the entire talk. When, when it comes to the, the things of leadership, you know, he was going through the two different types of leadership, the Pharaoh leadership uh, of holding people captive and basically abusing people to do the things to create success for you. That's not the type of leadership that people want, but that's the majority of the leadership that people get. He said, what you need is leadership of a deliverer, somebody that sets people free, somebody that sets up people for success. Uh, when he talked about the, the three types of leadership, which Chad touched on, you know, you know, you start out with pioneers, the people who start the process. Uh, then there's the settlers who, who build the community. But then the third part was the purposeful leader. So today, think about how you can get into the purposeful leadership role. And, and you're doing that by being on here, by listening to these podcasts, to growing in your personal development, as well as your personal leadership ability. And the purposeful leader brings other leaders along. 
So when, when you're talking to people, you know, look for that leadership capacity in them and how you can grow that. That's, that's why we love being on here with you guys, because we want to grow that leadership in you. We want to inspire you. We want to encourage you. And we want to remind you of how valuable you are. Then he talks about revelation. And a revelation is something that's always been there that everyone sees, but all of a sudden your eyes are open to a new opportunity to it. And you are only one revelation away from something that could start a revolution for you. We talk about it all the time with this business. You are only one person away from changing the face of your business because maybe you're not the mass recruiter. But that one person that you talk to one day could be the mass recruiter that changes your entire organization. Chad touched on this, and you're right. This is probably the biggest point of the the entire talk is you were not created to fit in. So stop trying to fit in. You were created to stand out. Now, you can use all of the tools available for fitting in to stand out. You know, everyone uses social media as we found yesterday when everything shut down, how everyone panicked, but you can use those opportunities to stand out. Use your social media platform to stand out. Go out there and talk about the good that's going on in the world. That is something different from what everybody's expecting. That is why they will start to look at you. Never... this, this one I've got like highlighted and underlined. Never make it about the business. Make it about your last name. You know, you're in this business, not by yourself, but you're in this business for yourself. So are you looking to create a legacy for this business? When you are doing something in this business or you are working with people, is it giving your last name, your identity, a good feeling? Is it giving it a good name? Is your name something somebody looks to and goes, that person has character, that person has integrity, that person is a hard worker. When that person puts their name on something, they do what they say. That's what he says about making it about your name and not about the opportunity. Act like an owner. Guys, that's, that's one of the hugest things that you can do for your business is have the mindset of a CEO owner where everything that you do and everything that you touch has impact. You know, don't be such an expert at what you're doing that you start losing sight of the things that you see that can make a difference. You know, when you're constantly looking at things over and over and over again, all of a sudden you become desensitized to it, to where it no longer looks like the awesome opportunity that you have. But the thing is, is that when somebody else looks at it with fresh eyes, it's amazing. So never lose that childlike wonder about what you do and who you work with. He said, every great innovator always continues to ask the question, what if? You know, what if this amazing thing happens? What if I do this and it changes my family's life? What if I talk to this person in the cashier line and they're the person that becomes a black diamond on my team? What if I am successful at this? You know, those are the things that you need to ask yourself to build yourself up, to keep yourself going because of the fact that when you start acting like an owner, 
your paycheck will start reflecting the ownership that you've taken of your business. But when you start doing that, there's always this other thing that just kind of shows up and rears its head, which is the destiny stealers. He said, there's somebody out there that's always going to try and steal your destiny. And it's your job to be ready for it when it comes. So we're here to tell you guys today, when you start a track for success, there's going to be somebody that tries to take you off it. Now that you know, be ready for it and do not allow it to happen. Do not allow them to steal your dream. Find somebody to inspire, encourage, and remind you of what you're doing. That's why having accountability partners really important because of the fact that when you have those negative people, when you have that destiny and dream stealer show up, your dream and destiny builder is there to remind you of why you're doing it. He said, hunger is the antidote to fear. Guys, when we were standing in food lines, it was one of those things where we never wanted to be in that situation. Not only were we physically hungry, but we were emotionally hungry, emotionally starving for something different and better that we were willing to do the things that we were afraid of. So the question is, is are you uncomfortable enough and are you hungry enough to do the things that you're afraid of to get the results for the things that you want? He said, when you are hungry, fear will leave. There's something inside of you that has to be greater than the fear that's outside of you. So look internally to the things that cause you to be hungry and feed those things so that you continue to go out and step out in fear. He said many times, greatness comes in ridiculous forms. I don't know about you guys, but uh, when we started doing this, the thing that Steph kept saying is, God, you want me to sell skinny wraps? God, God you want me to sell coffee? God, you want me to change lives through this ridiculous piece of cloth? It sounds funny when you start thinking about it, but the thing is, is what's ridiculous God can use to do amazing things. Because if you're not willing to do something and look ridiculous, you're not willing to achieve your greatness because you have to go outside of your comfort zone, which for most people Everything inside of that comfort zone is the same thing that they're inside of, which is a little box. You're inside of the rat race. The moment that you step outside of that, people are going to look at you. He said, when you're a leader and you step out in leadership, sometimes you're going to turn around and look and notice that there's nobody following. All they're doing is pointing at you. But the thing is, is if you continue on that path, there will be a point in time when those people do realize that what you're doing matters and what you're doing is different and they want to be a part of it. It's a compliment when they think you are the worker. When they say you're the worker, take it as a compliment because that means you're still out doing the things that created the success for you. Guys, we're so proud of you for continuing to come on here, continuing to fill yourself up with personal development and leadership. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you here again next time.